Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Show Studios Fashion Radio, the podcast video series exploring the remarkable relationship between fashion and music. Every week we'll be joined by fashion's biggest names and the talent of tomorrow as they share their 10 life-defining tunes and the stories behind them. I'm your host, DJ Pat Tony, and today's guest happens to be one of my best friends, but is also stylist to the stars. Stars like Lily Allen, Cara Delevingne, and even Bruno Mars owe their impeccable style to this London-based tastemaker. Known for his distinct club-meets-couture aesthetic, it's the multi-talented and multifaceted Carl DeVault. Hey, welcome. I'm DJ Fat Tony, and welcome to another fashion radio. And today's guest is... A very close friend of mine. So this one's going to be personal. It's Carl Duvall. Hi, Tony. Hi, Carl. I know you really well, so I kind of like see from the inside out. But to look at it from the outside in, it's pretty impressive on paper. Oh, thank you, babe. No, it is pretty impressive because I was reading it. I was like thinking, do I know this person? <laughs> I do that with like all the like Val Garland and other guests. Nick, when you read stuff about them, you kind of forget that that's what they do. And it's like, I know what you do mm. and you do it really well. Thank and, you. And I, I, and I support you in everything you do. Even when it's wrong, like friendship no, you do. is. You are but that's what friends do. Friends. But you know, when you read it back and you think, oh my God, I didn't realize he did this, he does that. It's, it's pretty good. You know, um, so how long have you been doing fashion? How long have you been in fashion now? So nearly a decade now, nearly 10 years I've been doing fashion. Obviously, I started like 2011 with Rita Ora. Yeah. We used to work together. Um, and Bruno Mars. And then it kind of just grew from there. So was Rita the first person you styled and got involved with? No. One of the first people I've ever styled was actually an artist called Cleo Soul. Uh-huh. Um, and she's part of a band called Soul that are actually doing really well at the moment. She was one of the first people I ever styled. Okay. And what was what gave you the first for doing it? I mean, growing up, I was always inspired. Like my mom, my birth mom was really glamorous. Like she yeah. loved a fur coat and like perfume and like she just used to always make an effort from. and I got it from her. Mm. So I think I always had an interest in fashion. When she used to go out, I used to raid her wardrobe and put on her heels and her fur coats and stuff. So I think it all kind of stemmed from that. Looking back on those early years as a kid, what, what did you want to be when you grew up? What did you think, oh, I really want to be? Did you have those? I don't know. Like I fantasy just, goal. I just always wanted to be a star. I wanted everyone to pay attention to me. That's a Sagittarius. Literally, thing, that was just the main goal yeah. to me. Like you I just wanted everyone in the room to pay attention to me. But you know that changes over time. You know we kind of stop wanting the negative attention, and we kind of like we want appraisal. We want people to notice us for who we are. And what, what age was it that you decided you knew who you were? Not decided. That's the wrong word. But when you got to that point where you thought, okay, I know who I am now. Do you know what? That's such a good question because it's like, I feel like when I was a teenager, like 14 to like 16, I felt like I really knew who I was like style wise with my look. I wasn't, I didn't really care about anything that anyone thought of me. It was more so as I got older and then moved into the fashion industry that I kind of diluted that and stripped that back and actually didn't know myself. So I'd say now in my early thirties is like, 
You've come into I've, yourself. Yeah, now I feel like I know myself better than I ever have. Let's go back to the first track from your childhood that influenced you in your personal, the way you are today in your personal st- style and taste. So what? I've chosen Sister Sledge, Greatest Dancer. <laughs> just goes back to my childhood. Like my mum used to love going out to parties. She'd always bring people back. I'd be asleep. And then you'd hear like, dun, 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 you know the beat when yeah, it comes course, in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, Debbie's up. She's having a, she's having a party upstairs. Do you know what I mean? So it just kind of feels really nostalgic to me. And the whole era of like chic and like that 70s kind of... Glamour yeah, just I, really like runs true to what me. What kind of Sister Sledge and Chic and all that are, are the epitome of that time? And you know they 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 conjure up this warm feeling when we hear that track. Does it does it remind you of really like really happy times? Or yeah, a hundred percent. That was for me a part in my childhood that I was content. I had no worries, and I was actually just a child. You were innocent. Yeah, there was, I was an innocent. innocence, right? Exactly. That, do, do, you, do you ever go back to that track when you're feeling like having a really bad day or anything like that? Yeah, do you know, that's it's usually for me that goes on if I'm in a good mood, and I'll put that on. And like maybe if I'm cleaning the house or like something, that'll be on in the background. So it's a part of your stable diet, really. Right? 100%. You, yeah. It's, that's, you know, that's the power of music. It kind of like we can use it just to, to, if we're in a good mood, we think, okay, I'm. I'm in a really good mood. Let me take this mood to another mm. level. But so, I can also do the opposite as well. I'm having a down day. I'll be like, right, I'm really going to sit in this today and I'll put on the saddest track I could possibly find. What is your and saddest track? Oh, God. Um, saddest track, I would say, is I Don't Want to Play House by, um, what's her face? That sings Rose Garden. Lynn Anderson. Lynn Anderson. Anderson. I love that song. I oh. want to play house. Why does that take you back to? Like, why do you hit? Why, why oh, it's just you... sad, isn't it? Mm. She just sounds really sad. And but, it's like about a broken home. I don't know. Just kind of. But you know, that's, that's with music, right? We have different drawers for different emotions. So I have like, you know, it would have been a record collection in the old days and then it would have been a, a CD collection and we know we'd go to that CD. Mm-hmm. Today, it's like, you know, we just say oh, it and it comes on. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And we have these go-to tracks throughout our lives. And, you know, it's like it's like a stable diet of, of, of within fashion as well. We have outfits that really, we know we put it on and we're going to, we fill a million dollars in, you know, and we'll go, we're having a really good day so I'm going to wear this I'm going to today's going to be great it's all about me I'm going to go out and look you know and it's the same with music it takes us to that point right let's move on to track number two which is the track from a film which is important to you and I love your choice on this one when I read it last night I was like oh I love her (laughs) because it you know I I kind of think it you know it's definitely a generational thing yeah for sure right and although we're from different generations right big time you know uh, I relate to it so much because it you know I'm still 16 in my head Mm. so I can fit into everyone's everyone's you know, uh, ratio when 100%. it comes to age groups and, and generations. So this track means it's probably as much to me as it does to you. What is it? This is, I don't know how to spell it, Lemon, 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 it's Lemon, Lemon, Never Ending Story. <sighs> like it's such a good, this song is so nostalgic for me. Like it's crazy. Me, I used to literally run home um, from like nursery to go home and watch this with my sisters. Every single day after school, we used to all watch it. And then remember, you used to have um, channels one to five back then. You didn't have cable. So like every Easter or Christmas, I just remember that being on telly. So that, yeah, that's what that film definitely means a lot. It'll probably be on about three times this Christmas as well. But you know, it's one of those. That old ET, they always put on. It's old old time classics. Do you know what I mean? 
And Lamal, he used to have this, he's still doing the circuit now, but he used to have this spiky hair in the in the 80s. And it was his like his identity. There. So everyone knew it was a Lamal haircut. It was like a feather cut with highlights major and then he went bald and he was wearing the wig he'd had the wig and, he'd <laughs> wear the wig and he still wears that wig major. when he's doing like you know PAs at Butlins and stuff like that but you know yeah again another one that brought fashion into music because everyone wanted a Lamar haircut mm. at the time right what do you listen to when you're working so when I'm working, I usually like to listen to like grime or traps so I've picked K-Trap Warm for this why because I just think that the British grime scene is the best. Yeah, but in why the world. why grime when you're working? So when you're pulling in looks and getting someone ready to go, say for instance, say Maya Jammer or mm -hmm. anyone like that, you're, you're styling. When you're getting in on all of those clothes and you're putting those clothes on to the rails, you listen to grime. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just the vibe. I just feel like it gets my head down and like. Do you yeah. think it's because it's got like because of the rhythm and, and it's quite an upbeat track like yeah. music? Yeah. Maybe. It's kind of weird. It's kind of like... <laughs> no, it's, it's not kind weird. of weird. It's not weird, but, you know, because, I mean, music's music. I'm so eclectic. Like, do you think like, it's, it's crazy. Do you think it's because of the energy in that track? It's definitely because of the energy. A hundred percent. It's the energy, and I don't know, it just... Like, I'm very London when it comes to my styling. Yeah, like, I'm very of course. English, and I just feel like, you know... Obviously, like, the, the British crime scene is very London. Uh -huh. So, I don't know. I think they kind of just go hand in hand. It, like, gets my thinking cap on. I love that. You know what I mean? I do love it, however weird I may find it. Because, you know, I would look at you and I think, she's not into grime. I love grime. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tottering around in the boot I love it. Well, the first music I really started listening to myself and buying was like Garage and so solid oh, and stuff. So. Did you used to go to Garage clubs back I in did. the day? I did. I did used to go to Garage raves. Amazia. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine that. Totally. Right. Okay. What the next track? Uh, what do you listen to when you're creating? And, and I mean, I don't mean creating drama. I mean creating. No, I know what you. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I like to listen to old '80s ballads. I work best at night, right? Yeah. So what I used to have on quite a bit was Mellow Magic. Oh, Mellow yeah. Magic. Yeah, Mellow I Magic. love it, man. Right. So like one of the track I've chosen is K Pow China in Your Hand. I just think it's such a do, 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 great song. I love it. Because I once said in, in, a, in, a, in an interview, you know, you, you'll never be lonely if you have Magic FM. And it's true. It is true. <laughs> it's true. How can you be lonely? All you do is put that on and all of those memories and all of those friends. Because music is friends. Tracks are friends. To Paul is, is, is a friend. You know, it's... it's uh, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to this restaurant tonight. Oh, it's my favorite restaurant. You know what you're going to get. Yeah, hundred percent. So you go to this, you go to music like you do to your favorite dress or your favorite pair of trousers or your favorite shoes. Your comfy shoes. It's true. Your tracks. I mean, I don't own any comfy no, shoes. No, but do you get but... what I'm saying? No, we all do. We all own a pair of comfy shoes. Our Ugg boots. There Ugg we go. Yeah, I was going to oh, tell me go. about your Ugg boots. But you know, we all have that. that we all have a, something for a day. You know that we go to. Of course. And Tabal. I mean, look. China in Your Hand is such a genius such track. A good song. She's so major. I was actually going to put a bit of Nikki on here, but I didn't. Well, we, you, but that's where fashion and music meet mm. with someone like Nikki. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when you look back at she, 
probably Carol Decker in her time from Tapal mm-hmm. was a style icon with her looks. But we wouldn't look at that back today and say, oh, I really like that. Because she kind of always wore the rolled up sleeve on the jacket, always pushed up half, three quarter length. Big uh, red big blow red, dryer. Yeah, big red blow dryer and jeans. You know, that was kind of like reminiscent of that era. But, you know, you wouldn't look back at it and think, that's the fashion I want. Yeah, I want to look like Carol Decker. <laughs> More like a double decker. <laughs> right. Okay. What song best represents the sound of your studio? So, again, when I was saying to you, like, I feel like my aesthetic is quite British and English. This woman, personally, for me, I think is one of the coolest women to ever come out of the UK. So I've gone for Nana Cherry, Buffalo Stance. Which is amazing. Because she's just cool as fuck. Like, you know that in the middle of the track where it goes, what is he like? What is, what he, is like? he like? That's me. No way. Do you not know that? What is he like Do anyways? Do you not know that? No. That's the guy's me. a jiggle old yeah, man. Yeah, that was me. No way. Yeah. That's what I used to say all the time. like to when I Because I, I introduced Nana and Cameron, who's her husband. I introduced them in my DJ box. We were on E at the time. It's, it's very well documented she's put it out there so i'm allowed to say <laughs> um and i introduced them to each other and uh you know i would be like oh my god what is he like what is he like anyway and that's where that that comes from okay best most important song you've heard from a catwalk show and you go to a lot of catwalk shows so i didn't go to this one though because i would have been a baby just saying <laughs> but um i mean i know they're cancelled and all that but the older stuff we have to admit is iconic of course so i've gone for suicide blonde from the dolce and gabbana 1995 for winter show because to me i don't know there's something about that show that i can just relate to so much like it's me embodied there's a scene as soon as that song starts where i think it's like Sherlock starts walking down and she's got a fag in her hand and she's in this black tight silhouette and like she's just giving it mm. epic major epic I remember looking at that like as a teenager and just being like that's what I want to be Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey. But, you know, 95 was kind of an era of catwalk shows in such a way. It was like such a, that, 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 those three years, 94, 95, 96, mm. were like where fashion really and music really collided. The so, Westwood Cafe Society, 95 as well, like my favourite collection. So, many, so it was really an amazing era, especially for fashion and music colliding because we had all of what George was doing, all of what everyone else was doing, you know, Too Funky and all of that stuff later on, you know, 
the whole catwalk thing was just blew up again. Mm. You know, we're, we're at the moment, we're in a different era again where fashion and music go hand in hand, but they don't when it comes to shows. Mm. People are, more, are trying so hard to make the clothes look great that they're forgetting what makes the show the look story great. story of the show, yeah, for Totally, sure. and when, back in those days, you know, when you look at a Galliano show, it, the Beyond. music took you on that journey as well as the clothes, and it really, need, it really did tell a story. And I think with this one, you know, the suicide blonde Dolce Gabbana, it took you on a journey. It did, total journey. And as you say, it's the simple things like just Shalom walking down. It told a story of who that woman was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who that woman was that would wear that outfit. Whereas nowadays, it's true, people are more concerned about the clothes and telling the story about who that person is supposed to be. So you look at the recent show, like Balenciaga's show, in the dome with the, the snowstorms mm. and the wind and everything. There was no music in that apart from background music and thunder and lightning. Mm. You know, if that if you'd put music to that kind of show, that would have taken it to a whole different level. For sure, it would have driven it. It would have made it lifting, uplifting. Instead, it was kind of just like a, it was being in a, a major storm, which I, is what it was meant to I be. I don't know. I just felt like because the production was so big on that show, it took away from the clothes, and I was paying more attention to the snow and everything else that than actually paying attention to the clothes. Like I think it was overpowered. I yeah, think for a reason clothes. though. Have you been into Balenciaga recently? <laughs> I mean, I love Balenciaga and I always will do and I wear a lot of it. But you know, there's only so many tracksuits and so many t-shirts with the word Balenciaga written on that you can actually do. Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, really? No, I know, but I, I do, you know, I love it. <laughs> I know you love and I, it. <laughs> and I've got a whole house full of it and I will continue to wear it, uh, you know, regardless of what's going on in the world. You know, best music video in terms of fashion. This is always a good question i love this question so me personally i love a reference so i'm constantly going back to old music videos and i think that well this person just in general little kim for me and her no matter what people say video like it's just so epic so i was reading an article the other day um about her stylist that styled her at the time who was called misa hilton and Misa basically had to create all most of those looks that Kim wore because she was so tiny and she wouldn't fit into any sample. So they'd like pull a fur coat. But like in that video, especially there's like a New York two sequin two piece that Kim's wearing. Uh -huh. There's like an ode to like um, uh, Marie Antoinette in that video. And it's like everything, every single aspect of that video is so current now, down to the fact that girls wear wigs, down to the way the makeup is, the lashes. And Lil' Kim was just the original and the first, one of the first people to do that. So for me, when I go back to that video and I watch it now, it could literally be like it came out yesterday. Which is kind, kind of, you know, that styling at its best, right? So good. You know, timeless. When you work with different clients, Carl, and, you know, the, the, the size thing comes into play. If someone is that tiny and you're pulling in clothes, you have to get a lot of stuff made, right? 100%. Do you have go-to people that make yes, that Yes, I've stuff? got seamstresses and like designers and stuff that I work with, um, costume makers. I saw a few things that you made from my Jammer, uh, like... Uh, want that black dress and you had that made from scratch right the revenge dress the revenge dress yeah Amazing. yeah yeah that was so we worked with um, a Nigerian designer called Oloku and she designs wedding dresses most of the time yeah. so that was the first time that she'd made something that was obviously black velvet um, it was corseted and that was just a lot of fun so I took inspiration from obviously Diana's revenge dress yeah. because Maya had just broken up with her boyfriend at the time and she was nervous about going so I was like baby you've just got to look amazing do what Diana did you can't go wrong so we made a black 
velvet sexy revengeress i love that that you know that's the thing about it people don't know the stories that go behind the look mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes you see people on a red carpet and you think oh i don't like what they're wearing or sometimes you see someone and you think fuck me they look incredible mm -hmm. and there's always a story that goes with the way they look some people you know when they've just been sent the dress 100%. and they put it on and they've gone out in it that night because they're not feeling it yeah there's no. a difference between wearing something and believing it mm. and wearing something because you have to and want to get photographed in it and then mm. it goes back the next day to own something you really got to own it and to have something restyled for you and made for you it's like if i get a suit and it's been completely <coughs> been <coughs> been cut to size and 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 you know it, it's it's been tailored for me the difference between wearing something off the peg incredible. is incredible totally. yeah you feel incredible 100%. i think that's the difference between having style and not though if i'm totally honest because having style you know your body shape and you know what looks good and you know you know what fits you whereas somebody will just throw in a dress and accept it instead of being like okay maybe if i just take up that hem at the bottom yeah. take in that side a little bit and it does it makes such a difference but you know a lot of people can't do that because it's going back tomorrow do you know what i mean the last Invisible thing they want stitching babe do yeah, it all the yeah. time you know it's like and but you know little kim it's just like it's such a great choice it really is because it's another one you know, another one, she hasn't popped up much on this podcast. And I sometimes think, why? Why is Little Kim not? Because she's such a style icon on so many levels. But also I feel like she paved the way for so many people. 100%. Like people like Nicki Minaj wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Little Kim. No, you know, 100%. like everything that she wore and got torn apart for, like when she did that mermaid look at the, was it the VMAs? When yeah. she had the, the mermaid uh, stickers on her breast. Like... That now would be so current and no one would say anything to you on the carpet. But at the time, she was completely torn apart for Oh, yeah, doing completely so. cancelled because yeah. of it. Do you get what I mean? But, you know, it's like it's like going back to early Madonna. You know, those trailblazing looks, people kind of were like, oh, my God, horrified by it, shocked. Mm. But yet today, people are still trying to do that look, but in such a diluted way. 100%. And still thinking that they look better than Madonna or thinking they're original when really it's like it's been done yeah totally 100% do you ever do you find that hard to, to when you're styling someone and they come to you and they say okay I want to look like this and you think oh my god this has been done to a million times 100% do you and tell like, them yeah 100% and I've like said to people that I don't think we're good for each other to work with each other because I think personally if you hire a stylist my job is just to amplify what you already have I'm not here to totally change who you are as a person because that's not my job yeah if you want to do that then you need to go do that yourself I'm here to amplify what you already have I love that. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, I love that. Okay, right. A song from a musician you'd wish to work with, either living or dead. I always say living or dead on the end of it. It's just like, <laughs> for clarity. Well, I just went with the OG, Bowie, Starman. This song means wrong, so much man. to me. I mean, like, Bowie is the epitome of where fashion and music meets for me, to mm. be honest. Like, constantly mood board to this day. Like, even me with my bleached brow, you know? It's like, it's all Bowie references. I do love you in a blue, I must say, in a baby blue eyeshadow that you normally wear quite a lot. And I love I, it. I, I think I, blue eyeshadow. I think it's such a good look, strong look on you. And it is so Bowie. It's, uh, it, you know, but... 
The kids that stay wouldn't know that reference. Mm-mm. They wouldn't. They're not interested in that reference because they think they've done it first. One hundred percent. You know, and, and I think that's what's really sad about society today is the fact that. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody's like that, but a, a lot of people really don't look at where it where it's, it's come from because they're so busy thinking that they've done it and mm-hmm. they've created it, 100%. and they're in the dazed one hundred. You know, or they're <laughs> they're out there thinking that they've got to this level of like, I am fashion. You know, and what happens is when people get to that level and they've not done the history and they've not done the referencing mm. there's always a car crash well I have to say there's no growth there no there either. isn't there's no growth and you know I, I kind of think when we look back at someone like David Bowie who if it wasn't for David Bowie you know the world would be a very sad place 100%. because you know he went against all of those mainstreams he wasn't saying okay I'm queer I'm here I'm a straight man this is who I look like this is what I am mm-hmm. there was no sexuality wasn't really brought into mm-hmm. it because he didn't need to which is how it should be Thank this you. is exactly how the world should be like David had the right idea and when music and fashion collide in such a way like that it's always 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 going to be here it's like you know it, it it's it was such a massive massive explosion that it's never going to go away. It's never going to be forgotten. But you know what? It it's it's people that need to wake up and smell the coffee when it comes to people like Bowie. Mm-hmm. This gen, younger generation that seems to think they don't care about gay history or pop culture or any of that stuff, and they think that they are the ones that are creating this. Mm. Need to look back on that and, and see how well it was done. How their actual roads were paved for But them. also, let's see it, look back and see how someone did it properly. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Because no, a lot of people, they, they do it and you say to them, oh my God, that's so Bowie. And they're like, who? What? crazy it's not Barry it's me and it's like okay hon get out of this like well actually <laughs> and Starman such a great song on every level I love it I mean I love every Bowie track but Starman for me is super special 100% I love that choice okay 10 we're at the end of your choices a track that represents how you feel about life right now so I've gone for Marina and the Diamonds' Prima Donna Girl. Or was it just called Prima Donna? But yeah, yeah, I think this track sums up how I feel about life at the moment. Why? Just does. There's some lyrics in it that I love. Why? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, listen, you know, what are the words? Um, She says something like, I know I've got a big ego, but I don't know why it's such a big deal, though. I love that. Like, but I you love know, little lyrics and like that from her song. It, 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 are you listening to it day to day? I mean, it does come on the playlist, yeah. It worms its way in there. You know what? I'm really shit at this job because I missed out one of your cho- song choices. I've just looked. You did? And I missed out three. What do you listen day to day? Because I was just thinking, hang on, I'm sure I saw Tina Marie on here and we haven't discussed Tina Marie. Oh, yeah. I totally jumped her. That's all right. We can, well, let's, do, you know, which... I'm gonna. We're gonna go back to track ten in a minute, but I want to go back to track. But right back to the beginning to track three with Tina Marie, Portuguese love. Love that song. <sighs> Is it so good? You know what? It's it's. I used to play it on loop again. It's one of those tracks. You have to. You can't listen to it once. You've got to play it at least so, three times. And I'm not going to sing it because I, I, I did, I did it on someone else's podcast the sing other it, day. Sing it, you know you want Mar- it. Martine Rose. And I was like, on a cold and winter's day in, in the Portugal. Oh, my God. It's beyond. You make me... I love it. It's amazing. But, I, you know, I used to hear that at People's Club. Like you back in the day, I used to go to like after hours drinking club in Westbourne, like the people's club down by uh, like uh, 
down, yeah, like down by St. Mary's Hospital and like just hang out there. And like I used to hear it all the time. That's where I heard it all the time. It was like, it's just such a feel good factor. It really is. And you know, track 10 is where you, what represents where you're at right now is exactly the same. You know, Marina, prima donna. You are a prima donna. And I own that. <laughs> yeah, but why wouldn't you? And that's exactly. kind of, that kind of says where you're at today, the fact that you're owning it. Do you get what I'm saying? 100%. If you sat and said, I'm not a prima donna, how dare you? That would be, you know what I mean? It, it kind of just... I'd be lying to myself. We've gone from just being a stylist to this phenomenon that is Carl Duvall. It goes beyond styling. You're now an ambassador for Kaleidoscope Charity. I mean, that stuff doesn't happen overnight. That stuff comes from other people seeing you do well and you being shining from inside out, not just like putting on clothes and thinking, no, it's okay. more than that. It's about working on ourselves and it's about taking ourselves to the next level and you've done a really good job of it. Thank and I just you. want to thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Uh, long may you reign. I say that to everyone <laughs> at the end of the show because, you know, you are a major player and you do it so well. Oh, I love you, Tony. <laughs> love you too, babe. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.